T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. April 9th, 2001. Swing and a home run to left. The first major league home run for Albert Pujols. Now. Pujols swings and lifts a high fly ball. It's a gunner for Pujols. The pursuit for 700 continues. Home run. Six, nine, seven. KMOX is Cardinals Radio. Sports Open Line does continue here on a Monday night. No Cardinals tonight. It's an off day back at tomorrow as they open up another homestand. It begins with a two-game series against the Milwaukee Brewers. They can actually lower the magic number by five. You generally think you play two games. You can lower the magic number by four. They can lower it by five because if they win both games, they clinch the season series. No more game 163 this year and moving forward because of the expanded playoff. They'll just go to tiebreakers and the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. If the Cardinals take both games from the Brewers, they win the head-to-head magic number down to five. There you go. Let's bring on a guy right now who uh, talks about the Cardinals on an everyday basis uh, with Klaibs online, working with our guys Mike Claiborne and Bob Ramsey, uh, he and others uh, for that matter. He is uh, Joe Roderick. Follow him on Twitter at Joe, R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K. Hey, Joe, thanks for taking some time. How are you? Absolutely, Matt. What's going on? Not much. Let's. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, just what Pulse is doing. I don't know about you, but Friday when he was at 695 with 23 to go, needing five home runs in about a little more than three weeks. I thought, okay, probably not. And then he gets the two home runs on Saturday and Sunday, and all of a sudden it's 697. It's three home runs in three weeks that he needs, and it feels completely different, and I'm back on the, okay, he's going to do it train. Where do you stand? I think you and I talked about this at the game uh, last Friday when – The way I've looked at the schedule, those final six games against the Pirates have always been the ones that have jumped out at me. And I've jokingly said uh, for a few months now, like if he got to within five during those final six games, the three at home and then the three on the road, like it was a done deal. He was going to just go off on those six days and hit five home runs. And now that he's within three and you look at those, you look at those six games and you look at the games against the Reds and the fact that, he's also going out to LA next week and maybe there's a little bit of magic left out there. I mean, I, I think it's a done deal. I I think it's just a seven Oh what? I mean, I think that's what we look at now as far as what he's going to end at, you know, can he get to seven Oh four, seven Oh five, because it's just, nobody expected him to be this good. I know you had Benjamin Hockman on earlier in his article, I mean, it hit it right on the nose that, I think you just expected him to 
face a few lefties, maybe hit a couple home runs, make the crowd happy. But this is this is absolutely unreal, the productivity you're getting out of him. One of the best free agent signings in all of baseball. Yeah, it is. And I think what happened over the weekend is a really good example. Not only does he hit the two home runs, so on Saturday things were going bad. He hits the home run, but then he has that hit later on uh, that was a really big hit for him, helping them win. And then uh, the, the, what he did yesterday when they're down 2 nothing, like These aren't just like home runs in one-sided games. He's coming up with really meaningful hits and helping this team win games. That's, I, I said this to Bob Ramsey earlier today. What are the people in Los Angeles, the Angel fans, thinking right now? Because they saw Albert for nine and a half years. And this isn't the Albert that played those nine and a half years there in Los Angeles. And now those Angel fans are watching Shohei and Mike Trout just get wasted in that organization. And for nine plus years, they had Albert Pujols and they still couldn't make it work. And now he is in a pennant race. He is going to the playoffs again this year. And he's just revitalized. I mean, he has turned the clocks back 11 years, and we're we're seeing clutch in his prime Albert Pujols on some of these nights. Not every night. I mean, he's not playing every night. There's some nights he'll go over for. But when he's on, he is still that special player that we got to see for the first 10 years of his career. I, I, I don't know. I saw this written somewhere. Maybe it was in Hockman's column. It was somewhere. I didn't realize Freddie Freeman has 19 home runs. Albert Pujols is one home run behind Freddie Freeman. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, the other night, the last yesterday, he hit it off a righty. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to do that this no. year. It was just supposed to be home runs against lefties. That was that was what we were told when he came in here. That he was only going to face lefties, and then he goes on that hot streak right right after he's named to the All Star team, and something in him just sparked. And I don't know, maybe it was a case of, yeah, this is my final run. These are the final months of my career. I'm going to go out and I'm going to make the most of it. I feel like this season has had chapters to it. And the pre-All-Star break portion was probably the first chapter. And that was where they tread water. They beat bad teams. They don't beat good teams. And they just kind of stick around. And then the All-Star break hits. And there's been multiple chapters since then. The the winning streak, the trade deadline, like all these different things that have happened have been different kind of mile markers. And now I feel like we're at this point where the division is kind of wrapped up. So it's almost like fans are doing the, okay, what's going to go wrong? Because that's what you do when you watch good teams. You, you go to this negative place and it's what can go wrong. And I hear from fans all the time about the run scoring can be inconsistent. The bullpen can be inconsistent. Do any of those things worry you about this team? Maybe the bullpen, because I I would think by this point, you would maybe have that figured out. And right now, I don't know if there is a you know exact plan in place for seven eight nine in the postseason. I think we see it now. Helsley will close one night. Gallegos the next, and they're they're kind of going back and forth with that. And I don't know if Helsley can go every single night of the postseason. So how confident are you with Gallegos coming in and closing? Then what does that do with the eighth inning guy? If you have two closers, I would I would really like to see that kind of tightened up at this point and it's it's not there yet but the starting pitching i'm i'm thrilled with it I, right now you need four starters i think it's kind of take your pick it's you you know who's there and so far two starts into jack flaherty's return 
we're getting a lot more than I think we expected. I, I think anything out of Jack Flaherty this season is a is a positive with how up and down his, his health has been. So you're you know, if you if you want to look ahead and look at those those three games I guess against the Padres right now and and that wild card round, who's your third starter? Who do you want to go with? And it's not a bullpen by committee start. You have options of, okay, Quintana, Montgomery, Flaherty maybe. Who do you want to go out there with? And that's a positive for me too. And as far as the lineup goes, I think one through you have twelve guys on, on that bench right now that you're really confident in that you can put out there and they're going to perform. And it's it's mix and match, righty, lefty, whoever you're facing. There are twelve guys out there on that bench that I, I have full confidence in to go out there and and get clutch hits in October. Who's your guy out right now? If you're going to a four-man rotation, because especially this year in the postseason, where there's going to be less off days as a result of the three extra days with the wild card round and the postseason getting started a little bit later after the lockout and the added games at the end of the season, they got rid of a couple off days. So you you have to go four as you go deep into the postseason. Who's the odd man out right now if the Cardinals go to a four-man rotation? I think it's an easy call to say Flaherty. Yeah. I think with with him just coming back and you really haven't pushed him too far, I think that's I, I think that's an easy call to make right now. Now what I mean, are we gonna see what, three starts, maybe four starts out of him by the end of the season? That could change and I don't know if there's anything out of Quintana or Montgomery that I would say I bump them. So I think Flaherty, you you know, you can work him out of the bullpen or you can bring him in if needed to get you three innings in the middle of the game. And then you have I mean, Palante in that role too. You have guys that can bridge the gap if you need to, if you need to, you know, sound the alarm in, in the third or fourth inning. I'm really curious, again, kind of going back to the off day thing, and I've talked about this ad nauseum, and I don't hear anybody else talking about it, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm really curious if the postseason this year in baseball is going to look different because in previous years, you asked starters to go get to your five innings and then you were able to use your bullpen really liberally with your high leverage guys and you took advantage of all these off days. Well, now these off days don't exist as much. I'm really curious if that's going to result in teams pushing starters further. And then when we take that specifically to the Cardinals and maybe you don't feel comfortable with Helsley pitching on back-to-back days and certainly don't feel comfortable with him going three out of four days. Uh, Are there going to be times where maybe you give it to him for two innings and you try to rest the rest of the bullpen because you know, you're not going to have him for a couple days. Like there's just in terms of innings, uh, you know, allotment and allocation going into the postseason, both between starters and relievers. I'm just very curious what that's going to look like. Yeah, because you know there there are fans out there. There are there are people out there who complain about the DH being in the National League or the shift being banned. I I, I absolutely hated when you would get to postseason play and you would have teams completely change the way that they managed pitchers and they would go two three innings and they would go on to the next guy and they would just abuse those off days because they didn't have those off days in the in the regular season and it would be just a completely different look from pitchers so i i love that they're going to do that and if we get a scenario where a team has to fly cross country both teams have to fly cross country to play a winner go home game i mean what's that going to look like just 
players being out there on the field the next day after one team just has this, you know, has, has so much emotion of just surviving while the other team, you know, just let down a golden opportunity at, at that, just the not being able to take a day off and collect yourself. I think makes this makes for a really, really fun postseason. Yeah, I like it. I think it's really good. I think it's really good, and I'm glad it's going to be that way, and I think it's going to more closely resemble what things do look like in the regular season, and to me that absolutely uh, is a, a very good thing. So w- what do you want to see from this team between now and the end of the season? It feels like the division is all but locked up. Uh, there's 21 games left. What's the value in these 21 games? I think figuring out what the back end of the bullpen looks like. I think that is key. Who is, who's going to be your big lefty coming out of the bullpen? What, how often can Ryan Helsley throw in October? I think figuring out who those arms in the bullpen are going to be, because we've seen so much movement up and down from Memphis to St. Louis this year with, with those arms, I, I, right now, I, I don't know if I could sit down and I can write out eight relievers that you would have in, in the bullpen and come up with an eight that I am, I, I could just tell you is, is your solid eight that I'm confident with. I don't know if I could do that right now. So I, I'd like to be able to, to figure that out and know what the roles are for those guys in, in, you know, in the final few weeks of the season and then lead that into the postseason because like we just said, I mean, if you if you are playing in the NLDS and games three, four, and five are back to back to back, can Ryan Helsley throw those three games back to back to back? I don't. He hasn't done it yet this year. Does that change? I mean, are they do they know that he can do it in October? They're just not using that in the regular season. I think that's that's really something to watch. Can you imagine that gamble? Like if that gamble goes and it doesn't work. I'll be taking phone calls for the next two weeks on my post game show. Like after that happens, I, could you can you just imagine that scenario playing out where they push Helsley further than he's ever been pushed before, and then it just doesn't work? Right, and then I, do you do you have a quick trigger with Gallegos ready to go? Is that is he back there waiting for that? Where does Jordan Hicks fall into all of this because he has been all over the place this year? Is that a guy maybe you save for a, a backup of Helsley if you put Gallegos in the eighth inning role? It's Ali Marmol has has a lot of options for arms. Uh, he has to really kind of pick and choose where he's going to use those guys. He's Joe Roderick. And give a plug for uh, what's going on at Claves Online because you guys put together uh, videos on an everyday basis. You're a big part of them. You work with uh, with our guys here, Mike Claiborne and uh, Bob Ramsey, and uh, you guys have uh, Cardinals content pretty much every single day. Every single day, Daily Cards Live, Rammer and I will go live, and then it's available on the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast. there. Klaibs has a few shows of his own, too, and then uh, Mike Claiborne and I will be live at about noon tomorrow for our weekly uh, lunch show where we just talk everything that's going on. So we'll have football, we'll have Cardinal stuff, we'll have it all, and then as soon as the uh, the video ends, it is available for you to listen to uh, wherever you find your podcast. So much content. I think we're putting out seven or eight things a week um, right now on the, on Klaibs online for any, uh, any sport that you, uh, that you want to listen to. It's absolutely fantastic. Joe, thanks for the time. We're going to get you on uh, fairly often. If you're all right with that moving forward. 
Absolutely, Matt, anytime. All right, very good. There's Joe Roderick joining us here uh, on Sports Open Line, and we appreciate his time. Klabe's online. He's a big part of uh, what they are doing on an everyday basis. We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some football. The week one slate coming to an end right now with Monday Night Football. The Seahawks lead the Broncos 7-3. Do you think Russell Wilson got booed or not coming out on the field in Seattle? I've got the answer for you. Just think to yourself whether or not you think he did or not, and we'll tell you whether he did or not. Coming up next, it's Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.